0: Thank you for joining our broadcast today at City Life Church. We would love to hear how God is using this ministry to change your life. So please take a moment to send us your story at info at citylifechurch.cc. And if God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to help us to bring God's word to other people. You can go to our website at citylifechurch.cc to find the giving options that work best for you. We've got an encouraging word for you, and we pray that you lean in and engage as we head into the auditorium for today's message.
1: Let's jump into the word. I want to start a brand new series today, Don't Stop. Look at your neighbor, say, don't stop. Don't stop. Look at your other neighbor, say, don't stop. don't stop. Now look at another neighbor, say, get it, get it. No, 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 All right. That's not in the hymn book. You will not find that in the hymn book. No. Where was I? We're going to be going to Luke chapter 1 in just a moment. We're going to start today. Don't stop. I want to talk to you today about don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. You know, the whole Christmas story is about different families, different lives intertwined, all with the hope of a promise that was promised long ago, but yet for many, it was forgotten. The Bible said that they were in a time of changing culture. The religious system of the day had been turned upside down. It wasn't working any longer. It was just functioning almost like a machine. But the presence of God was not to be found. We find that the heavens had not spoken in over 400 years. And then God invaded the earth with the promise a yes and an amen. And we find that just ordinary families that received this promise carried the gospel and the good news that forever changed the world, And in Luke chapter 1, in verse 26, we find that a young girl finds herself startled at the visitation of an angel. It said now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, who also conceived a son in her old age and is now in the sixth month, for for she was called barren, for with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing will be impossible. For some of you, if you only left with that today, it would be something to ground your life. And for with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I want to talk to you today. Keep believing. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says this. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You know, sometimes in our faith journey, it's easier to declare it with our mouth or with outward expression than it is to believe in our heart. He said, if you declare with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will be saved. I believe this is more than just salvation in an eternal perspective. I believe there are many things that we find ourselves saved from or saved to. The promises of God from Genesis to Revelation that are yes and amen for every individual, every home. As you declare them with your mouth, but believe them in your heart. The Bible says that they are to be done. You know, our belief system is a powerful thing. It's really a set of principles which together form our basis of faith, a religion, a philosophy, a moral code. Our belief system as a person of faith, it helps us as a society of believers determine what is right and what is wrong, what is true, what is false. And when you understand that we live in a culture that is continually shifting and that where truth is ever um, ever more needed now than ever before. And we need this truth established, the unhiding truth of the word of God, because as change, time changes and culture shifts, the word of God remains the same. How many of you know our truth is not set by the prevailing culture of the day, but it's set by the very word of God. It's not moral. Uh, it's not legislated. You will never find morality legislated. Now we stand for things of morality. We stand for life. We stand for the principles found in the word of God. But if you're looking for the things of God to be legislated, you're looking in the wrong place. But when you look as the people of God to walk out the truth of the word of God, because the truth of the word of God is unhiding, it it is a partner that walks with us and it tears back the very essence of who we are and it invades us with the heaven's promise, the things that are already being prepared on a heavenly agenda that is just waiting to invade the earth. And we find that this belief system we have is grounded by our faith. It's formed by our faith. And I am telling you this, if if you, I, I can be around an individual and it does not take long to find the level of their faith. And if you find that people are deep in their faith, you find their belief system will be deep. If their faith is mature, they will have a mature belief system. You find if their faith has been nurtured and it has grown, you find that their belief system, that which they stand on as a foundation is solid. You know, my belief system tells me what I believe. It allows me to understand what I believe. It allows me to be guided to believe in the right things. My belief system allows me not only to stand and believe, but it guides me to believe in the right places, the right people, the right things. My belief system challenges me to do the right things. It challenges me to stay away from the wrong thing. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to live a perfect life, but I will tell you this. My belief system challenges me that when when I make the wrong mistake or I do the wrong thing, that I repent, I find myself back into alignment with the truth of the word of God and I go on. My 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 this belief system that I stand on causes me to live a principled life. Why did we speak about tithing and giving in the last few weeks? Because we want you to live a biblical, we want you to have a biblical perspective and live a principled life when it comes to your finances. Because I find that where my treasure is, there my heart will be also. And if I live a principled life, the foundation of my belief system becomes strong. And most of the time, I can tell where my belief system is, how I view the principles and the things that God has asked of me. Is it mature? Is it deep? Is it well-grounded? Or is it weak? See, our belief system as a Christian is established, developed, and grounded in the faith. That is being produced in our life. You've been given a measure of faith. But how many of you know it's not the father's responsibility to mature your faith. To grow your faith. The Bible said it's mine. It's really not even this church's responsibility. We will give you tools. We will encourage your faith. But it's up to you to grow your faith. Mature your faith. Ground your faith. (laughs) Live out your faith. And, And my belief system will be at the level of my faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says this. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You will never find yourself um, attracting the things of God or producing the promise of God without faith in your life. It's impossible. It's impossible, the Bible says. But once you have this measure of faith and it begins to grow in your life and you operate in a realm of faith, you begin to pursue because you believe the one you're pursuing pursuing has the ability to reward. And when you find that out and that revelation is set in your life, it changes the way you live out your faith journey. And it produces in you a foundation and a belief system that allows you to be able to stand. Here's what you have to understand. The people of God that we find in the Christmas story, they were in a changing culture. The heavens had not spoken in 400 years. The religious system of the day was broken and they found themselves wondering almost as spiritual nomads in that day. But there was a people of hope waiting on a promise that had a strong belief system because the words that were given long ago, they grounded themselves in. And there was a faith that was produced from a young woman to wise men that would eventually arrive, that would produce something that ushered in the agenda and the kingdom of heaven in the earth. Now my belief system challenges me in some areas. My belief system challenges me in faith. It challenges me to believe when I cannot see it. Your belief system should challenge you to believe when you cannot see it. When you cannot see it with the natural eye, you still believe. Jesus told us in the gospel, he said, those that see me and believe... It's easy. But blessed are those who have believed, John chapter 20, and have not seen. There is something about people that have a belief system that they do not have to see with the natural eye, but they just believe because God has declared it so. That the promise that is for them and their family eventually will take root. There are some that are here today and you're being challenged in your belief system because you can't hear it. You don't have a word that is being spoken right now. The people of God, this story in this setting, had not heard heaven speak in 400 years all they had was a foundational promise from long ago but they could not hear it there was not a fresh word being spoken they didn't have a personal prophet float along all they had was a word that had been spoken generations before but they chose to stand on a belief system that believed when they could not hear anything with the natural ear there are moments that you will not get a word there are times that I don't hear the heavens raining and I can't hear the voice of God but I have to believe that every promise is still in and what God has already declared will eventually happen and come to pass. For me, my family, for our church. My belief systems challenge me to believe when I can't feel it. Have you ever just been at a time you didn't feel it? I've been preaching and did not feel it. Somebody came along and said, Pastor, that was a good message. I said, do not lie to me. I mean, there are times I just do not you just you know, I've been in church, I've been at home, and you're just not feeling, you're wondering, Lord, what are you doing? I am telling you, there needs to be a belief system in your life that challenges you to believe, to keep moving forward when you do not feel it, because your faith is not based on your emotion or how you feel. Your faith is built on an eternal perspective that God does not change. He is the same yesterday. Today and forever. So I ground myself in that promise knowing that this unchanging God that never changes. Has the ability in my changing world to move in and speak a word that settles my spirit. And grounds my faith and allows me to believe when I cannot feel it. There's some of you in here today say, Pastor, I just don't feel God working, but trust Him. I just don't feel God moving, keep trusting Him. Pastor, I just can't feel that He's doing anything. That's when your faith moves to another level. See, my my belief system challenges me to believe when it's unbelievable. Surely this is not going to happen to me. That's what happens. That's the story of Christmas. God shows up at the house of Mary. She's not famous. There's no notoriety with her name. She's just Mary from the block. She's just a young girl living in a house, common neighborhood, engaged to a carpenter. Not people of royalty, not not people of notoriety, but people of hope. People that had a foundation and a belief system that when the heavens had not spoken for 400 years, there was still something in them crying out for the promise of heaven. And the Bible said God invaded her small house. And the Bible said he sent a messenger angel. And the messenger angel shows up and announces himself. And the Bible said it startles Mary. I'm sure it would startle you if you were doing housework. And an angel showed up. And then he tells you he's an angel. And the Bible said she was startled. And then he begins to tell her the message. And being a I'm sure a young Jewish girl that understood the promises and lived out the law because I'm sure that God would not have chosen her if she had not been in right standing with the things he had put in place. He begins to unfold the word over her life. And even though she probably understood that some of these things that were being said aligned with prophecies of old, it was still much more than she could comprehend. The angel said this, He said, you're going to have a child. And immediately she began to think of all of the reasons she could not have this child. Because that's what our humanity does. But our belief system will override our humanity. Because this is what she said How can it be? I've not known a man. But the belief system she had in her life received the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord was this Man has nothing to do with the promise that is being spoken over your life. He said, The power of the Holy Spirit is going to rest over you. And then the Holy Father is going to overshadow you and guard you to protect this promise. And at the right time, you are going to have a son and you are going to call his name Jesus. And there is going to be a government that rests upon his shoulders that will have no end. And he is going to reclaim the throne of David. And he is also going to rule over the house of Israel. And he is going to establish a kingdom in the earth. And can you imagine this young girl? She steps back and says, what are you talking about? I'm just trying to get the house clean. (laughs) And then he says this to her. He said, also your cousin Elizabeth, now watch, who they call barren, because she is older in age. the one they have put a label on, the one that they have already marked, the one they have told it is impossible, I'm going to visit her. As a matter of fact, she's in her sixth month with child, and I'm going to do this as a sign, I'm going to show you, I can use people that have already been labeled, that can already been marked, those that everybody has written off. those that are not on the list, the one they called barren and then Mary not understanding how this was going to be she just chose to keep believing she said I will not stop what God is doing and this young girl she stood up and this is what she said behold the handmaiden of the Lord what that means is here I am and then she said this be it unto me according to thy word you know what that translation is yes Lord she said here I am I don't understand it's beyond me and bigger than me but I just say yes why why? Because this belief system that I have that has been holding on to the hope of a promise, it believes when it's unbelievable. It believes when I cannot see it. It believes when I cannot hear it. It believes when I cannot feel it. I don't know how you're going to do that. It sounds crazy. But here I am, God, and I just say yes. I find in this year that we are living when the world has seemed to have gone crazy and it feels like things have been turned upside down. The only thing, God, is is looking for is people with a belief system that they stand on with a foundation of faith that rise up and say Lord I don't even know what you're doing how you're going to do it but here I am here's my family here's what you've given me and I just say yes come on jump to your feet I just say yes I say yes to your purpose yes to your plan I'm ending just a little bit earlier today. We're going to pray. Mark chapter 9, verse 23 says this Jesus declared, What do you mean if? If you are able to believe, all things are possible to the believer. All you need to do is believe because anything is possible to the believer. It all started with a young girl that refused to quit. She would not stop. She would not start hoping. She would not stop looking into the promises of God, believing that maybe one day she would not stop believing. Maybe you're here today and In your mind, you think you've given up. Maybe you don't see it or you don't hear what you've been believing for to be anywhere around you. Maybe you don't feel God working in this season. Maybe what you've been believing for seems too big, it's unbelievable. This Jesus that would arrive over and over again. He would challenge people with dormant faith to just believe. And maybe you hear it this morning. And you say, Pastor, I just need to believe again. It doesn't make sense, but I'm going to choose to trust. I'm going to... Make up my mind just to keep moving forward. Maybe there's something that you've been trusting God to do. Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's with your children. Maybe you're holding on to something so intently and believing for so long. You have just made up your mind. It will never happen. But in this Christmas season, He would remind you that a young girl that received a word from an angel that was well beyond what she expected or could comprehend, one yes, shifted the heavens and released what had already been declared in the heavenly realm to invade the earth. Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth, on earth, on earth. The minute she said yes, heaven invaded earth. The minute she said yes, heaven invaded her home. The minute she said yes, heaven invaded her family. And the world was forever changed. I want to pray over you today. Just maybe you're here and you say, Pastor, I just need to believe again. I'm going to ask the team to come and lead us in worship. And I'm going to pray over you. But I just want you to take a moment. The Bible said, and we're going to talk about it in the next few weeks. Mary pondered the things of God in her heart. Maybe just in a moment of reflection, allow the Holy Spirit to remind you that the promise you're believing for has already been covered with the yes of heaven. And today you would just say, like Mary, here I am. I just say, yes, Lord.
0: Thank you again for joining us for today's broadcast. Our prayer is that it ministered to you and it changed your life. If there's anything we can pray with you about, or God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, please send us an email to info at citylifechurch.cc. We want to invite you to be our guest at one of our Sunday or Wednesday worship experiences. And you can find our times and locations on our website at citylifechurch.cc. You can also download our City Life Church app on your smartphones or tablets for more online messages. It was great having you with us today and we'll see you next time.